everyone and welcome to Daily Revelations, this weekly Bible study where we dive into God's Word one book at a time. And we are in the book of Genesis. This week we've been focusing on Genesis 22. And this is day five of our study, so the final video podcast that I'm going to be doing this week. Um, but I encourage you, continue reading this chapter through day six and day seven, even though I'm not doing videos. I take the weekend to just... Um, savor what um, God has taught me and teaching me um, on my own and I encourage you to do the same thing. So on day six just go back over, look at your notes, look at your journal of what you've written down. God, um, what in me needs to change? How do I create some new habits? Um, and then on day seven find a verse that um, that you wrote down that you can start committing to memory. So so do that in addition to what we've been working on in the week. So today's day five, like I said, and so the preset method that we use on day five is we look at the bigger picture. How does this fit into the book of Genesis? How does this fit into the book of the Bible? How does this fit into my life? And it's interesting. As I was reading through, a phrase popped out at me. Now, this phrase, as we read it today, has no meaning to it because our culture has changed. Because I looked up the actual words in Hebrew, and what I was looking at was um, in verse 17, God tells Abraham, because of his obedience, there'll be long-term lasting effects of, um, into generations to come from his son Isaac that he will multiply like the stars in the heaven, like the sands on the, the seashore, and that the nations of the earth will be blessed through the, his family. But also he says that they will possess the gates of their enemies. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> Our enemies don't have gates, do they? Well, kind of in a way they do. We have to look at our enemies different though than the cultures of enemies back then and actual physical gates and people groups who were warring against one another. We have to take it a, a little bit out of context and put it into the New Testament parallel as to what God has done through this seed because Jesus came um, through Abraham's line and truly all the nations were blessed through him and that through Jesus we have the ability to possess the gates of our enemies too and close off all of those conduits that Satan wants to use to get in and get at us and we have the ability to possess that place, so much so that the enemy can't come in anymore. And I want to read to you from Romans 8, um, and you can read more of this too. I'm only going to scratch the surface of this. But it talks about, we know that God causes all things to work together for good in Jesus. And sometimes we think, I'm not winning at this enemy thing. But God knows exactly what needs to be done in your life to make those victories happen. And it may seem kind of convoluted and around the mountain type of way of doing it. But it is the way that's going to work and it's the way that's going to seal those gates for good. So we need to trust in him. Um, because God foreknew and he also predestined. 
um, us to be conformed to the image of his son. And that's what it's really all about, is God is conforming us, he's changing us. And as he does that, he makes us able to possess the places where our enemies were. He's changing us from the inside out, cleaning house, so that Jesus can come in and occupy those places with our new self, not with our old self and the stuff that we think we can do to make it work. It doesn't work that way. And so he's called us, he's justified us. And it goes on to say, for if God is for us, who can be against us? God is not trying to destroy you if you are going through a hard time. He is trying to change you. Allow him to do that. And then it says, it, it lists out, you know, all of these things. Can famine, can distress, can tribulation, can nakedness, peril, sword. Can those separate us from God? No, they can't. But in all these things, overwhelmingly, we are conquerors through him who loves us. And he loved us so much that he allowed his son to be sacrificed. Not Abraham's son, his. And because of that work on the cross, we have the ability to possess those places. That is the love of God that comes into our lives, changes everything, and changes us and our lives for the better, and shuts those enemy gates for good. So be encouraged. Dig into God's Word. See what He has to say to you today. And, um, and then join me next week as we start our study through Genesis 22. Have an awesome weekend. See you later.